Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 69 of Dan Fallon's Talks Metal. I have Phil from Whitechapel with me today. Uh, Phil, how are you doing, man? Good. How about you, man? Pretty good, dude. Pretty fucking good. Stoked for today. Stoked to talk with you because you're like one of the few I think I've never met or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, like I was telling you before. It's pretty crazy. I know, right? It's a small world, but also big. I mean, doing this podcast, I've met a lot of a lot of people that I've never really talked to before. So it's it's been fucking awesome. Yeah, so one good thing about all this uh, streaming and uh, just uh, social networking and everything. Exactly. Yeah, it's definitely opened up a lot. This is this is something I've never ever done before. <laughs> and I started it obviously last year. Yeah. And you as well, right? You've been on you've been streaming on Twitch here and there. Yeah, I do every once, now and then. Once in a uh, while. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. nothing uh, too. Nothing too serious, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, I've. Whenever you're feeling I've, it. Yeah, exactly. That's the best way to do it, and that's how I've been. I was like on this kick of doing like two episodes a week and I started getting kind of burnt out. And then I took a break for a couple months, which the break was only supposed to be for two weeks and it turned into two months. Yeah. <laughs> and that because, you know, you know, touring and everything started back up. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay, I got a lot of shit to do. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then I was just like, then the partnership with Twitch happened, which took longer than it should have, but it's fine. It happens. It's a big company. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it again. Let's do it again. But yeah, I, I don't, I never really like had a schedule with it before. It was just like, whenever I'm like feeling it, you know, like I want to, I want to do this today. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, for sure. And I think with the pot, with this podcast, that's how it's going to be. It's not going to be like, I'm doing it twice every week, you know, two episodes a week. It's not yeah. going to be that way anymore. And it's only going to be people I want to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying like, you know, the guests I've had before I didn't want to talk to. But, you know, sometimes it like some like felt like I had to push myself, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because I was like in that groove of like, okay, I got to do this twice a week, you know? Everyone yeah. expecting me to be live twice a week, you know? But yeah, for sure. Anyway. But anyway, let's talk a little bit. Um, we'll definitely get into the your guys' new record, which, by the way, I love the new single. Um, I think Thank it's you. fucking great. I, I feel like that's like a really good song you guys came, you know, came out with right away. Yeah. Um, it's heavy. It's fast. It's great. Thank overall. you. But we'll get into that shortly. But uh, so I had some questions, which my mods definitely helped me with. I like to ask them like, you know, hey, if you have questions for the guests, let's put something together, send them to me. Um, and then I will. Oh God, I should turn off sound alerts before this gets going. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll incorporate them in with this. Let me just turn off sound alerts so no one uses them and scares the living shit out of me. There we go. It's happened before and it was scared the shit out of me because they're so loud. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so let's start off. When did you find out that you were interested in music? <laughs> um, I'm... Probably around, uh, let's say, like mm, 11 years old or so, 10, 11 years old. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, of course, I like music even younger than that, but um, I discovered like Metallica, and that's pretty much what spawned everything. Um, Metallica mm -hmm. was my gateway band along with millions of other people. 
Yep. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, it started with that and then it slowly progressed to uh, Pantera, um, Cannibal Corpse, Guar. Oh, wow. Uh, of course, I, I went through a punk phase whenever I was in my like early slash mid teenage years. Mm-hmm. And um, then I kind of slowly migrated back to metal. Yeah. And um yeah, metal's just always been like the music that I've always stuck with pretty much. Yeah, right. and but I mean I still love punk rock, you know. I mean like the kind of like skater punk kind of stuff cuz I you know, I skateboarded whenever I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean it was mostly mostly metal. Mostly, uh, yeah. That's throughout a... throughout my teenage years. Yeah, that was about the same as well. It was like classic rock at first, then it went into, then I started finding out about Metallica and all those bands. And then it yeah. went into like, what did it, it went, oh yeah, it went into new metal. Yeah. And then, then I got into like rap for a good period, like a short period. I still like rap, but it's not my main music I listen to. And then, yeah. then it went to like, then I started finding out about death metal. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I found out about death metal mainly from, um, from Cannibal Corpse, uh, Ace Ventura in the 90s. Oh, is that how you discovered them? Yeah, well, that's the first time I'd ever heard anything like that. And yeah. I just was hooked. This is this is my type of music. Like this, because I thought it was so scary and I thought it was yeah. badass at the same time, you know. So I was uh I was hooked ever since I heard them. That's fucking rad. Yeah, I was like the same way. When I heard started hearing like screaming in music, I was like, whoa, what is this? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then I went to like the Trust Kill Ferret <clears throat> bands, and that just opened up a whole other door. Yeah, yeah. It, it was all uphill from there. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did your family think when you started getting into metal? Or the um, I mean, as far as uh, as far as the music that I listened to, no one really ever questioned what I listened to or don't even really think they knew too much yeah Uh, (laughs) um yeah they just thought i was being a kid and just you know because i did skateboarding yeah Yeah. and you know i didn't really have like any sort of like crazy look or anything i just Mm -hmm. um i just kind of kept to myself with it and you know growing up you know after what happened with my parents and everything you know like they weren't really my dad was gone too soon to really see the type of music that I would get into. And then, mm-hmm. you know, my mom was pretty much absent. So it was kind of, kind of kept to myself and yeah, no one really questioned. No it. one really ever thought about anything that I'd listened to or whatnot. The only people that might've really known was mostly uh, my two, two of my cousins. They both listened to, that's where I discovered Pantera and oh, okay. Guar and stuff like that because that's what they had listened to whenever they were teenagers. And they're like, I don't know, seven years older than me or so. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah, I discovered Pantera and all that kind of stuff. Just went there. Yeah. That's like, I remember discovering Pantera. I think it was through their DVD. Oh, and yeah. I think one of my friends, I think that's how I discovered them. One of my friends had it and they were like, yo, we got to watch this. 
you have to watch yeah. this. And I was like, what the fuck's happening? This is amazing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is great. So when did you uh, start? When did you discover you wanted to be a vocalist? Um, I would say probably around 17, 18 years old. Oh, okay. I kind of just like messed around with it a few times in my mid teenage years and um the people that had heard me said that i sounded pretty good and i was like okay well uh you know maybe i'll uh pursue this sometime but yeah i played guitar in a different band and i was uh i did backup vocals and stuff and uh our singer tragically passed away um but this was this was way after we had stopped uh playing in that band um but i had all he was a very shy guy Mm -hmm. Um, it's super talented super he like he played piano very well too like if he was if he was a piano like a solo artist he would have blown up yeah um but he was very shy on stage and i always wondered why when we were playing live i always thought myself you know i wish he would be more energetic and Mm -hmm. uh and he had kind of inspired me to 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 do uh to be a front man you know after after the band you know because uh i just wanted to take you know what he was doing yeah and uh just amp it up and uh that, but you know he, he was just naturally just kind of a shy quiet person yeah and, so you know, he would have been kind of the same way but yeah i just knew what really needed to happen or what a front man needed to do and uh he just wasn't really doing it yeah uh, and so he kind of like inspired you yeah like and... his uh you know i'm not trying to throw shade at him or anything you know god rest his soul but yeah um that was like one you know i'm just i'm here to tell the truth and yeah that's that's what uh he he is uh man just thinking about back on it he like in our teenage years just someone Mm -hmm. that could sing like that and like he's just just so so talented yeah, it's over. such a shame that he'd passed and it was our was guitar sad. player's best friend oh man um uh it's ben savage's best friend oh wow uh, one of our guitar players and yeah. uh but yeah i mean uh, i got i got inspired from that but i also got just inspired by my own curiosity you know because okay. i just wanted to uh and plus just worrying about guitars and guitar gear and all that shit <laughs> i was just kind of like maybe this is what i need to do because yeah. i don't want to i don't want to deal with this shit yeah <laughs> you but see just, what your guitars deal with <laughs> yeah so i just put all my time and effort into doing uh vocal stuff and yeah was, that's what i stuck with was there like anyone specifically like uh, other vocalists that like inspired you or like uh, influenced yeah, I mean, you i should say there's you know there's been many many uh from all kinds of different genres uh there's no like one single solitary person that is just yeah been the person that like inspired me like to do what i do there's Mm -hmm. just been so many of them yeah 
That's rad. I remember finding out about Whitechapel before you got like probably like a year or two before you signed the to Metal Blade, and mm-hmm. it, I think it was because that's when I started discovering like Knights of the Abyss. Yeah. And uh, oh man, I'm forgetting the other band name. So they're from Phoenix as well. But it was like, uh, oh man, why can't well, I? There's Jopper Cowboy. Well, yeah, uh, them as well. But there was, the Abyss. there was that other band that was getting popular. They're like getting pretty big on like my like through MySpace. Obviously, a lot of bands got their start on MySpace. I feel like MySpace helped a lot of people. Oh yeah, big as time. much as as much of a <laughs> meme as that website is, it's it was fantastic, it, amazing. It's oh, just looking talk back bad on about it. it. Oh, no, no, it was, I mean, MySpace right. was one of the main reasons why we got to where we were. For sure. A lot of bands, Joplin, mm-hmm. Cow, I mean, Jesus, so many from early on. Yeah, a Suicide, right? Job, mm-hmm. All Shall Perish. Uh, yeah, just all of them. Yeah. Uh, no, hold on one second. No, I turned, did I turn them off? No, I did. I turned them off. Uh, and yeah, no, MySpace definitely helped out a lot. You know, I worked with Knights of the Abyss like way back then. Um, and just all those bands. That's just like when I discovered Whitechapel. And then mm-hmm. I remember when you guys got signed the Metal Blade and, you know, I was like, holy shit. Obviously, that was a big deal for the band. Yeah, absolutely. Who who approached you guys? Did, um, do you remember? As far as uh, for the Metal Blade stuff? Yeah. Uh, well, we actually had a, uh, a music lawyer and, um, we also had, um, and you know, we, we had been, we, we were known through, uh, through MySpace, you know, uh, by record labels and everything. Mm -hmm. And, um. God, we we played like a victory record showcase like a long time ago. I feel like um, every band back then played one of those. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> we. I How mean, was just thinking back on that? I'm just like, man. I mean, I mean, we're doing what we have to do to get our name yeah. out and whatever. I mean, we pretty much knew we weren't going to be going with them, but we You're just, just like fuck it, let's play it. Yeah, let's just go do it. Might as well, right? Um. But yeah, I mean, we uh, we had a music lawyer that was actually knew the the people at Metal Blade, and um, he got in contact with them to you know show them, uh, show them us and uh, uh, what we're uh, about and everything. Show them you us. know, they yeah. pre- pretty much already knew, but um, he was basically in negotiating a deal with them, oh, and. Okay. Uh, you know we're a new band so of course we're not going to get uh everything we want because we're you know we're kind of a risk so you know you don't know if we're gonna you know provide for the for the because you know they provide for us we also have to provide for them Mm -hmm. so um because at the end of the day i mean it is business um Mm -hmm. when it comes to this type of stuff uh but yeah we negotiated a good deal and um we uh yeah ever since then uh i mean we saw we were signed to siege of amita which is I out of that. uh they're out of the uk and yeah. uh that was our very first um label i guess you could say um, yeah you did one record was, with them right 
Yeah, well, it was them, and they were they were uh, in partnership with Candlelight Records, oh, okay. and um, yeah, so they they put out the Smack Defilement back in 2007, mm-hmm. and um, our first ever like it was like it was like one of the first like tours that we'd ever done was outside of the country uh in england and um of course we were we were already kind of picking up speed there because we are that's what our name is based out of is in london yeah um and so we'd already had like a little bit of hype there and yeah i mean most of the stuff that we were doing was more or less out of the country because i mean one of the first the first couple tours we ever did or one of the first like things we'd ever done was uh before we actually did a tour was um we went to canada to play beneath the massacre oh shit uh, like four four different canadian shows like eastern canada yeah and um yeah i mean and then our first tour ever though was done uh very independently uh yeah. no booking agent anything like that it was uh i'm pretty sure it was the guitar player in that band called with blood comes cleansing oh wow what a name I haven't yeah heard that one in a while yeah it's probably yeah. booked all through myspace oh yeah probably <laughs> i mean it, it was it was booked. i mean that was 07 yeah you know? so oh, that yeah. was uh yeah that was the first uh proper tour that we did mm-hmm. and it was just um, you two bands you and them mm-hmm. yeah so uh and that was uh that was prior to getting signed to metal blade so we we didn't get signed to metal blade until 08 i think oh was it 08 wow. i th- well no i think it might have been like near the end of us i would have to go back and look it yeah. was 07 08 one of those two years because exile came out in 08 that's right yeah um so yeah i mean it's i'd have to go back and look and fact check everything but it was (laughs) you know it was the same same time frame Mm -hmm. how did the band like form exactly um well me and ben savage were in that band together previously and we all knew who each other were through like our local music scene and um we were always kind of looked at as like the more serious, like the more serious members. Yeah. Uh, the people that wanted to like take really it. take a stab at this and like quit our jobs and go for, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, Alex and Derek, our original drummer were in a band called, confessions of aries or something like that i don't know yeah um yeah that's what yeah that's what it was Um, that's what it was and they were playing shows Mm -hmm. and you know doing their thing and i know alex was just fed up being in that band Mm -hmm. um and he brought Derek with him and me and ben savage had you know quit our previous band and uh our our original guitar player brandon cagle he was uh we were just going over to his base because me and him were friends we we went to high school together yeah and uh 
we were going to his uh over to his his house and in his basement me and ben were writing Whitechapel stuff um previously you know like before we knew the band name and everything oh okay yeah, uh, before yeah we were just Figured writing stuff the stuff that we wanted to write which was basically uh you know just Whitechapel stuff mm-hmm. and uh brandon was you know he played guitar too and um so it was like three of us writing writing stuff and then um i got in contact with alex through uh aol instant messenger <laughs> love it and uh yeah me and him just started talking and i sent him things that me and ben were working on and he was just like oh my god dude this is exactly what i want you're like you're the exact type of vocalist i want like yeah you have the sound and everything mm-hmm. um so yeah the three of us met up with him and Derek. And, um, he had a friend that played bass, uh, which was Gabe. Mm-hmm. Uh, they grew up together. So it was basically these three guys from, um, so there's basically Knoxville mm-hmm. and then next to it is this place called Maryville. Okay. So it was like three guys from Knoxville, three guys from Maryville. We all met up and it was the, that's whenever the three guitar player thing came into play because we had two, I had two oh, guitar okay. players with me and Alex is a guitar player and we didn't want to like kick anyone out yeah hurt anybody's feelings i guess uh so we were just like <laughs> let's I don't know, try to make we'll it be, work yeah just right? like i don't know maybe we'll be heavier i guess because <laughs> I we didn't like... want we didn't want three guitar players okay yeah um so we just kind of just ran with it because i mean we you know we didn't want to we didn't want to kick anyone out because we were all <laughs> contributing and we would feel like, you know, assholes, assholes. for doing that. Yeah. Um, it's just like, so oh, yeah, let's I mean, try to make this much, work. Yeah. I mean, that's how that came to be. So, uh, that's rad. Yeah. It's just, uh, just a it's, local music scene of dudes that, uh, weren't in bands together and eventually came together, came together. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of bands that like he's, it's like back then a lot there was not a lot of bands trying to do the three guitarist thing but mm-hmm. like anyone that were trying to do it it just never worked out for them you know yeah i, I guess an example would be a casey strain yeah right um and i remember seeing them early on as a uh with three guitarists with three full stacks on stage in like a 50 cap room in new mm-hmm. york and it was the most ridiculous thing ever mm-hmm. i thought i was gonna go deaf after that show but yeah that's the <laughs> only time that something like that really won't work it makes yeah well or it makes, makes sense di- yeah yeah because you're in such a small compacted room you're not working with a huge pa exactly um but we've basically taken it and um we've we've incorporated um you know good you know parts of songs that have three guitar players or three guitar parts going on at the same time so um yeah because we don't want it to be just a useless thing but it's also just kind of like what it it is what it is kind of thing so it's just always what we've been yeah no it's rad that you guys kept it together because it was like it was like one thing i always like will white chapel ever have just two guitars but you guys have literally have kept it three the entire time yeah which is yeah i mean and and because we just all work so well together yeah i mean it it definitely worked out in your guys favor is 
obviously the chemistry is there. Yeah. Yeah, know? absolutely. So that's fucking rad. And while you were telling me that uh, the sound alerts weren't turned off, even though I did put them on pause. So there was a big loud moan in my fucking ears. So that was oh, really? Oh, my God. Yeah. I like these funny sound alerts. People like can use bits to make them go off. Yeah. But like when I do the podcast, you just go to the website and you just click the pause button. And I did. And it said they were off. They were paused. And then someone, my mod guttural fucking <laughs> used some bits to make a loud moan go off. And then <laughs> I went back on the website and they were turned back on. So now that's funny. Now they're on pause. Don't do it again, please. Thank you. This is so loud. <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, it's rad. I mean, it's when did you got who who like uh who came up with the name Whitechapel? Do you remember? Um I'm pretty sure I'm not trying to, you know, take credit for everything, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was me. Yeah. Um, I was just researching shit that was like cool or whatever. Yeah. Um, because the band name is like it's weird because it's either super relevant or not relevant at all it's just either used for a for a cool name or used for um you know the actual theme of the band mm -hmm. and yeah. so we just kind of i i found that and i looked into it and um you know i saw the the name Whitechapel and uh because i was looking up just like i don't know like murders and just crazy shit like yeah. that just to find like a maybe like a cool word that we could kind of True. uh associate with mm -hmm. and yeah so i found that um and i told you know ben and brandon about it and they uh they were like yeah that sounds that sounds pretty damn cool you know and uh so the funny thing is is that the the band originally mm uh was gonna be called uh articulo mortis wow yeah so that was then that's a song <laughs> name on the first album yeah um so <laughs> that would have been a band name <laughs> yeah thank god we didn't call yeah it you that. didn't go with that <laughs> yeah uh because i was all into like gore metal and all that stuff at the time like yeah um like exhumed and uh bands like that yeah uh, so you're trying like, to figure out you wanted a crazy name yeah right? they were just like just like the gory death metal stuff um mm -hmm. so yeah so it was i i've i'd found that and i just looked into it and i was like oh well, this has like really cool history it's tied to you know jack the ripper and all that mm -hmm. and then that was what the smack defilement was solely based on was that whole ordeal you know yeah. the jack the ripper thing mm -hmm. um so whenever you do something like that it's almost like you you're you're basically pigeonholing yourself like yeah no you you definitely are yeah and it's like that's what people are going to expect you to do for forever and it's just yeah. like well i can't just keep doing people that something about <laughs> i can't we can't just be a band that makes it It'd be a serious band yeah. that makes every album about Jack the Ripper. You know? So, like, <laughs> I mean, you're eventually going to run out of material. Oh, yeah. Very and, fast. Um, so, but the name just kind of stuck, and it was, you know, kind of a catchy name. And, um, 
you know it, it and with the name like you you don't really even know what to make of it if you've never heard it before you're just like oh that sounds you know because for the longest time you know it was just hey are you guys a christian band just <laughs> no <laughs> very far from it um yeah <laughs> and then um if it wasn't that then they just the, the, you really you weren't not. saying like you weren't giving them some like horrible sounding like just just grotesque band name well know? yeah because, because the other name sounds like a slam band yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that's yeah. what it would be that's what you would automatically assume yeah like, well, yeah if I, or, some like random person hey what's the name of your band fucking just you know gut <laughs> gut, gut eater or something like that just <laughs> I, you know what i mean like oh, i yeah. just because I mean, I wanted to make a career out of it, and yeah, you guys were serious. You wanted to yeah, like, take like, this like far and get it, you know, build it as big as you possibly could. Yeah, because I mean, with right. stuff like that, you can only go so far. I mean, oh, yeah, it's yeah. just it's you just, just what yourself. it is. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I've you know, it's not just because I didn't just like death metal, and um, mm -hmm. I loved all kinds of stuff, and um, I didn't want to. I, I definitely think that we took the right path not to really put ourselves just in this one category mm -hmm. and have to just constantly make that ca that category of music because that's just not who we were as people. You know, that's what I wanted to make at the time. You know, I wanted to make like just heavy, aggressive and like shocking music. Yeah. And um, yeah, and that's just that's just the time of my life. And that's the 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 just the point that i was at you know that's the kind of kind of lyrical content content i wanted to write about and i just had all this like i don't know i wouldn't say pent-up anger but just like things that had happened to me in in my past you know i'm sure it was coming out in that yeah. and um it but sense. you know it is what it is that you know like mm -hmm. life's fucking weird man we all go through our it's very weird our <laughs> our things and our phases and stuff like that so oh yeah did um uh what was i gonna say oh yeah did you ever see the band lasting this long like what's did the band ever go through like i mean i'm sure you guys did like through some like real hard struggles throughout the like the years um i mean our intentions were to make this a serious thing like everyone uh, was like mostly on the same page with that like we gotta you know yeah, but I mean, as far as expectations, you know, in a in a in a business that's so cutthroat that yeah. um, we expected to try, mm -hmm. um, whether we would make it or not is uh, you know was up to you know the rest of the population for sure uh, because uh, you know if you don't sell and you don't um, generate any sort of benefit for you know labels or you know booking agents or anything like that then i mean it what's the fall. point yeah um so then that's where you know you either have to just do everything yourself or mm -hmm. uh but no i mean i wouldn't say that we expected it um we were striving for it but we definitely didn't expect it yeah i feel like not a lot of people really expect it either yeah i feel like you know when you guys I, when you guys came out with this as exile, I was like, holy shit. You know, I feel like everyone was. But I kind of like, I still listened to the records from Whitechapel after that. 
but I didn't really, really get pulled back in until you guys released the Valley. That's when I was like, wow, this record's incredible. Like to me, that's like the best white chocolate record to date. Um, you know, obviously I haven't heard the new record Ken, but <laughs> I'm sure it'll yeah. change my mind, especially from the single you guys released, uh, really blew me away. But I, I feel like the Valley was just like where you guys really, I don't know, just uh, to me, it sounds like everything just really came together. You guys wrote like an incredible record. Um, would you say that's like your favorite record from the band to date? Um, or what well, would... I mean, the new record is probably, probably. my favorite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that also has a lot of different burials to it, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's, uh, you know, just like it's it's new, it's fresh, yep. and we're the creators of the music. So like, um, it's hard to really say because every album to us has certain special characteristics about it. Whether it's a certain time in our career that it's generated something for us, or um, things of that nature. Um, but mm -hmm. for for the just the progression of the band and just where we're at and um yeah i mean the, the newer records are always going to be the ones that we're the most, most stoked about for because, sure because you know we've i'm i'm proud of everything that we've done in the past up until now but yeah it's uh you know we've just we're our own we're our own worst critics and um That's how it usually is so all the all the old stuff is just it's just burnt at burnt to uh, burn out in our in our minds you know like we're just mm -hmm. burnt out on it yeah which um, is understandable i feel like yeah and it's just more or less it's just more interesting to create these new things and just uh it's like wow like we're capable of this or we're capable of that um but as far as uh, the turning point because we've went we've we've had like uh, the <clears> middle <throat> the middle of our catalog is kind of a roller coaster for uh, in my opinion yeah that's um, all right that's a good way to put it i feel like um, because after exile, um, people were expecting just like the best record ever, the best, like heavy record ever. Yeah. And, um, I definitely think it was a good record. Um, but it's definitely not the most, uh, sought after record in our catalog. No, um, yeah, no, it's not. And then, um, then, you know, we did self-titled, which was kind of the, the, we've went through like these, like these chapters of like three albums is like the first chapter was, you know, uh, somatic exile, uh, new era. And then the sec, the, let's say the, no. Okay. So the first chapter is, uh, somatic exile, mm -hmm. new era. Uh, okay. second chapter is, um, self-titled, self-titled, right? uh, endless war, mark of the blade. And like, now we're in our, uh third chapter which is like the 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 third third That's part of our, our story and yeah. like the valley is the, the first one <laughs> ken is the second one and then whatever comes after that and i'm not saying that's what we're planning to do it's just funny how it's worked out that way because that that there's just so many different points in our career because the the first three were just the the glory days the golden days of uh <laughs> just being kids and just young this. yeah yeah exactly. writing heavy and, ass music yeah, then the, right. the 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 middle albums are like, um, or the the next three albums were kind of where we were just like set in stone. Like this is what we're doing. Like, mm -hmm. 
and uh we'd got it we had to get a new drummer um yeah i remember our sound had progressed to you know a different style but also still i feel like we do it very well um and i credit that to the musicians in the band um yeah that we just well we just i feel like we keep our our traditional sound but like just a new like just an evolution yeah it's just more mature yeah that's that's basically what i what i look at it as i mean we we write how we age you know we just we just i don't know i mean and plus when you're in the music business for so long i I mean like you you tour with bands and all these you know all these other bands that there's other bands that inspire you to write different stuff Mm -hmm. oh yeah i mean one of the bands that i think is uh inspiring for us to uh you know, not copy, but, you know, they just, they've inspired us to branch out in our own ways as bands like Architects or... Oh, yeah. Uh, one of my favorites, too. I mean, they're they're a completely different band than us, and mm-hmm. um, they just write such good music. Um, it's heavy as hell, but it's also, they write really nice, like, pretty stuff and uh, atmospheric stuff, and um, this just has a whole mood to it, and you know, we just don't want to be, we just want to write music and whether it's heavy or soft or chaotic or mellow, like we just want it to, if you like it, like it, don't, don't like stop attaching labels and names to things like yeah. if, if it's good it's, music, who cares who writes it? That, yeah. A lot of people just love that. Like, especially with like subgenres, it gets so annoying and I'm just like, People are like, well, what kind of what kind of music they play? I'm like, yeah, it's just metal. That's it. Well, and that goes for anything. Like <laughs> yeah. a lot of things in life too. It's just people are just so obsessed with labels. And it's unbelievable. Just, it's um, you know, I mean, I understand that people have to find their identity through things and find who they are. Oh yeah, definitely what they belong to. But it's like it's just got to the point where it becomes like a shouting match of just like, no, this is what this is, or no, mm-hmm. this is what this is, and just like man late like who cares just just take it for just stop looking at it at surface level and just i don't know just, just it, take it, it just, how it is i mean there's no point yeah some well, people like when, well people tell say like well this is the kind of music that you're expected to write or you know, oh yeah, I, I love that like or like uh people or, you have know, that people, mentality people say like oh white chapel singing oh this is not what it's not what it was. It's not what not what Whitechapel is. <laughs> just like, I I mean like I I don't care what people say, but at the same time, it's just like, who are you to tell me what? Yeah, the band that I'm in should write. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like this is this. You're not writing this music. You're not making like if mm-hmm. if you want that kind of music, then go make it. Yeah, if that's what like, you want. Then go do it. We're writing the music that we want to write, and if people like it, and great, and you know that's that's the cherry on top. That's but at it. the end of the day, no matter who it is, what band, like they should always write what they want to. Yes. And I agree. Right. Um, you know, because it's just, if you're writing music for everyone else and not yourselves, then you're just selling yourself short and yeah. you're, are you really happy with what you're making? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what true selling out is when you it start is. writing for the fans just solely the fans and not yourself yeah you're not being true to who you are uh that's that's what i think true selling out is yes um because you know that's definitely 
because there's a lot of people that listen to like hard you know death metal and all that stuff and they 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 look at it as like singing is selling out you know or <laughs> you know what or whatever no that's it's... what like literally like deathcore fans and whatnot like death metal like death metal fans like they when when a band starts or a death metal band starts singing that yeah. they literally will call them out and be like oh you're just you're selling out blah blah blah. it's like no it's just dude, it's just what they want to do yeah and i mean yeah of <laughs> course there are people that have just straight up sold out and that's For the sure. other thing too with <laughs> when people if people ever you know have that <clears throat> that uh opinion about us mm -hmm. i've just dude if i was gonna sell if i wanted to sell out i wouldn't have started playing fucking metal for sure yeah <laughs> like it's, i would have started playing like genre to... <laughs> yeah like i would have started playing like fucking nickelback butt rock shit <laughs> like you know what i mean like yeah yeah no exactly and, do you, you still know, enjoy nope. doing the vocals you do like screaming and whatnot do you still get like the same i guess um feeling out of it Oh yeah. Yeah. You still I like, mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, just to, with the subject matter and just the, the different, different styles that we're incorporating. Now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I love it. I love to hear the finished product and mm -hmm. everything come together. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, there's definitely times where I'm just, like, I don't, I'm like, whenever I'm home this like past two years and just even in between tours back whenever all this shit wasn't going on in the world, like, mm -hmm. Whenever I'm home, like I don't, don't vocals, right? yeah, vocals don't, don't exist, don't exist. <laughs> like I just, because for me, like I've been doing it for so long. I mean, like yeah, I probably should like brush practice, up. yeah, every a little bit, every, you know, like maybe a couple times a month or something. But um, I've never had an issue. It's just mm -hmm. kind of like riding a bike. Like I don't know. I've just I I've trained myself to do it. Mm -hmm. and i know how to do it and like that's just something i'm never gonna lose i'm never gonna lose the the know-how to do it but the ability yeah that'll come in time but yeah I'll probably be in time hopefully yeah but yeah, <clears throat> as we yeah i mean get older <laughs> yeah i mean you, you get older and you know things just stop working as good so it's true when did you figure out you could start when did you always know you could actually sing mm, i mean or when did that when did you really start doing it? I should say. I mean, I was yeah. just like anyone else. Like you know, you'd sing to yourself or sing yeah. in the car along with a song, and uh, you know, I like sometimes I would like kind of halfway sing, and like there'd be people that would say like, you know, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, you, you sound pretty good. Like, yeah, you, you know, like you, <laughs> like you, like you. Wow, you can actually sing pretty good, and like yeah. Uh, my mom was a singer. She sang in church and uh, my youngest sister was another person that she was, she really loved to sing. She could sing really good too. Oh, that's right. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, and I dabbled with it a little bit with our last, with our previous band with the, uh, oh yeah, before. that me and Ben were in and, mm -hmm. um, you know, people told me that I was, I was pretty good at it and I never really, I never really did it in like a professional like studio setting. It was always just, you know, on shit recordings or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I just, I had people tell me, you know, I had like an ex-girlfriend that told me like, oh my God, your voice is so pretty. Like you should <laughs> sing. And um, I'm just not a very, like, I don't, 
I don't take compliments very well. Yeah, I'm the same uh, way. I, oh, I just mm. like when people tell me like you're the fucking best vocalist ever. <laughs> so this, that, and the other, just like, I'm just like, I mean, I appreciate it, but yeah. like, I just, I don't know. I just don't, I view myself as a very, just, I'm just, just like anyone else. I'm just average dude doing what so, I do. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm a very, I get what you're saying though. That's how I, when people compliment me on anything, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Just like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm okay at it. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> confident in what I do, but like I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Of course. I, just, I don't think I'm any better than anyone. Yeah, else. you don't think you're I just, above anyone. I do else. my thing, and whoever likes it, great. Exactly. You know? No, I like that mentality. Um, as far as uh, the valley goes and the upcoming record, Ken, are there anything? Uh, is it is Ken uh, like a continuation of the valley at all? Yeah, it's it's it literally is. like chapter two. So okay. it's um it's right after the valley and what's going on is uh it's a fictional story on a non fictional story. Gotcha. So it's like it's a fictional take on a non fictional story. Um because mm -hmm. uh I'm basically telling a story that I had lived through, but just in a fictional way and like a kind of like what if kind of way. Um gotcha. So it's basically uh, the front of the cover uh, represents, um, you know, it's there's like two figures looking at each other mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be me and my evil, the evil side of me. Mm -hmm. So it's like kind of like a yin and yang. Yeah. Um, and if you actually flip the art art upside down, there's a devil okay. in between it. It's got like the silhouette of a devil. Oh, shit. Um, <clears throat> so... That. Yeah, and that's basically uh, representative of uh, my stepdad, um, but it's also just kind of like, you know, kind of like evil is between us or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it just basically is just showing like you know it's just a kind of like an Easter egg in the in the whole album artwork. Um, but and there's little little things in the artwork too. Is like if you look in the very center of it. Um, down at the bottom mm -hmm. uh in between the two uh you see like that little cut out in the center like that's the valley like that's oh. kind of like representative of the valley gotcha um, yeah i'm looking at it right now so um so yeah because doom woods is the last track and it says uh the devil is alive he will find you mm -hmm. and uh whenever the first track on the new album is called I will find you. So it's, it's like, it's, it's continuing it right there. Like, uh, it's basically my, my evil self has awoken and followed me out of the Valley. It's an alternate reality. Um, but at the same time, it's not real. It's all in my head. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, uh, being portrayed as like a, a physical thing. Gotcha. Um, it's basically a story that's going on in my head, but I'm uh, man. It's manifesting itself mm -hmm. as a real thing. Um, so yeah, he he follows me out of the valley and is coming to pull me back in. Um, because I've from the last album, there's an eye 
on the record or mm. on the front of the cover. Mm-hmm. And um, I've used that to create a character. And that I is uh, an ancient God that um, you know, an ancient evil God and uh, is kind of like the overseer of the valley, you know, like kind of like this, yeah, the, the ruler of the valley. Mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, it just represents evil. And because um, of everything that happened was pretty much in, pretty much everything to do with evil uh, yeah. so yeah he follows him follows me out and he's he's created this reality he's uh he's um he's holding on because he, he's using different parts of my actual brain uh he's just he's different different conscience within my brain oh, wow. uh and just like the the things that um i could have thought or could have could have been or whatever and basically just the evil me yeah. And um he's uh he shares the same love and the same hatred that I have, mm-hmm. um, which is hatred for my stepfather, love for my family, and all that stuff. Um <clears throat> so it's basically just that part of me in my head. Um and he is uh in the story, he eventually kills my stepfather. So I kill my stepfather oh, wow. and sacrifice him to that ancient God to bring back my parents to uh, perform a ritual. And uh, he's created a reality, a new reality within the valley. And he's trying mm-hmm. to pull me out of the real reality, which is what I'm living in, actually. Gotcha. Uh because without him or without me, he can't exist. Mm-hmm. So over time, the longer he stays away from me, <clears throat> the longer he stays away from me, he uh, will eventually start to die. So he's trying to pull me back in and fuses one to remain in this reality, to live it with my parents back in the valley and have nothing and not have to relive all that stuff and fix, fix everything, basically not have to relive through my childhood mm-hmm. and stay there forever. Um, but the problem is, is that my parents are both uh, just shells of themselves um, because, you know, in reality, they're dead. And in this reality, it's uh, they just, you know, they're not alive. So, I mean, they're just shells of themselves. They, they move around and they have, but they have like no conscience. They can't talk. They can't, they just exist. Yeah. They're just there, but just not there at the same time. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, so he's uh, pulling me back in to, uh, to stay there. And it's just a big battle throughout the whole album of me fighting myself. Uh, again, like I said, it's, it's told as if it's, uh literal like it's actually happening mm-hmm. but it's 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 just all in my head it's all yeah yeah i took it so I it's like basically a, a representation of me battling myself in my head and um it, it has aspects of like things i could have done or could have could have been like um you know got hooked on drugs or became an alcoholic and uh you know it's it's got little little uh moments in the album uh what i would have been like i guess if i would have done it and yeah um yeah i mean there's parts where he trades realities with me i go to his and he goes to mine and 
you know, tries to sabotage my life. So I, so I'm forced to leave my own reality to be with him because I'm ashamed to show myself anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's crazy. So it's just a big battle that. of myself <clears throat> through the whole album going through different, uh, different things, uh, mm -hmm. different situations <clears throat> and up until the climax and then the end. So it's a, it's a whole story Yeah, and it's, and it's directly related. It's chapter two, mm. like part two. The it is the valley part two. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I love that. Definitely stuff <clears throat> to hear. Is when's the next single you think gonna drop? For the record, uh, very soon. It is. That's awesome. Yes, very soon. Definitely need to hear that. Can't wait. Uh, what was like the writing process for this record? Did it differ at all from the last from the valley at all? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it just it just mainly just due to the pandemic. I mean, it, uh, we, yeah didn't tour at all we were didn't have to worry about going on tour we could focus all of our energy onto writing on this writing. album mm -hmm. and uh yeah it was, was like one positive from the from the long ass break we had <laughs> oh yeah right? yeah i mean um the the pandemic has been you know it's been a blessing and a curse i mean For obviously sure. obviously a curse because it's just been it's horrible it's terrible it, it's just the, just the nature of everything um yes but the positives that I did that we did get out of it, it was just not, you know, we were able to spend some time at home and mm -hmm. and by some time, I mean a lot of time, a lot of time, yeah. Um, and we got to put all of our, uh, put all energy. of our energy and yeah. time and, and into focus on the record on writing, yeah. Instead of have, having like tours and whatnot get in the way of it, yeah, exactly. Would you guys write a lot of music on tour, or would? Or was uh, that more oh, early yeah. on? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Past oh, really? albums, yeah, we wrote a lot Every... of stuff on tour. Yeah, wow. but then yeah. again, I mean, Ben and uh, Ben always is like writing music, regardless if we've just released an album or he's just always he's just always yeah he's just a writing stuff. machine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And That's uh, who you he know, is. Ben Ben and uh, Zach are both uh, they both do the same. Uh, I wouldn't say I would say not as much as Ben. Mm -hmm. uh but um <clears throat> yeah he's just he just has a just a back catalog of just so much shit that he's written yeah. that we always just have like crazy amounts of material that's right yeah no it's rad to have somebody in the band like that yeah yeah you i know? mean he's he you know he's he's inspired yeah he's inspired constantly. by <laughs> yeah i mean he's and that that's where a lot of like the the newer stuff and the direction comes from because he's just i mean ben is very a very death metal guy but he's also very he's just all over the place it's yeah. not just like i write death metal and that's it like that's not him like no. he and you know the same with the other guys i mean they just they have their own yeah we don't yeah. do we, they just don't want to write just yeah i totally i wouldn't either yeah, we don't want to just write the whole fucking time. Yeah, exactly. You want to explore more. Yeah, I mean, it's just like with with anything in life, people get bored of things and they get bored of. But with music, people like it's that's where the labels come in, and oh yeah, of course. Yeah, and they just like this is what you're supposed to do because this is who you're. This is what how you started. Don't do that if you don't do it this way. Then you're selling out. Yeah, all that stuff. Yes. Yeah, I love that. If you don't mind, I have to pee really freaking bad because I drank so much water before this episode. No, so you're me, good. I'm gonna put a BRB screen up real quick, and I will. We'll be right back, everybody.
Give me one All right. second. All right, we're back. Everyone knows I got to take a pee break sometimes. All right, guys? I have the <laughs> worst fucking bladder known to man, Phil. <laughs> even when I used to, like, I, I haven't toured in, like, four years. But even then, like, back then, I was, I was like, piss bottles after piss bottle. Oh, yeah. Bad, dude. I know all about the piss bottles. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. The last tour I did was actually on a bus. It was nice. It was kind of, it was like nice, but at the same time, I, I like missed being in a van <clears throat> because like when you're on a bus, you just like don't really see anything, you know, until you stop, yeah. you get, yeah. to, you know, you have, if the bus driver stops at a gas station or when you get to the venue. So like the whole time you're like not really seeing any scenery unless you're sitting up front, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I remember on that tour, it was with Cryptopsy. And I was like, man, I kind of wish we were in a van. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate not looking out a window or something. Or I hate laying in this freaking bunk because, you know, or whatever. Yeah. I, that tour, I, like, I slept in the back lounge majority of the time. It was, like, more yeah. comfortable. And I was like, I, I can't sleep in this bunk, dude. I feel like I'm going to fall out of it. <laughs> Never. But anyway, back to what we were talking about. Is there a song? So one, uh, one of my mods, Benny, asked, is there a song on the new record that is that is like Hickory Creek? Um, I guess in that style. I will say yes, yes. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I just I I love the Valley so much. I've listened to that record so much, and I I actually went back to it the other day and jammed it a few times because I was like, this is it's such yeah, a good the cool metal thing record, is man. too is that like if you uh um. It's kind of like one of it's kind of like when part two of a movie comes out, like you can go back and once the new album comes out, then you can go um, back. Yeah, you can go back and like, I mean, you can read through the lyrics and it's all going to coincide with each other. Yeah. So it's 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 kind of like a saga. I like so, that a lot. 
Um, so yeah, it's, it's all it all ties into each other. So that's fucking rad. Did you guys record with the same producer? Yes, or you did. And who was that with? I don't. I don't remember who you guys recorded with. Uh, Mark Lewis. That's right. Okay, that's rad. How was it recording yeah. with him? That was good. I mean, yeah. you know, we just were. We've known each other for years, and mm -hmm. uh, we just uh, we work really well together, and uh, we uh, we know what we want to create, and you know he's he's, he's not just page. an engineer, you know he's a producer too. So I mean he's you know put gives his input on things as well. Yeah, that's right. That's that's somebody awesome to have in a band's corner. Oh yeah. What uh? This is another good question. What's your favorite song off the <clears> new album? Do you have a favorite? Mm, I'm a very bad favorite kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't really, there's very few things in life that are like my favorite. Yeah. Um, but if I had a gun to my head and I had to choose, um, <laughs> I would say it'd have to be between anti-cure and orphan. Okay. And Ken. And Ken. And without us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, that's it's, how I am. When people are like, what's your favorite song off the record? I'm like, I got like five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love you know? all of them. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, cause it's, it's like, just, how do you... um, but as far as like, I guess like sound wise, mm -hmm. um, I would say probably anti-cure orphan. Cool. I'll keep those in mind. Write them down, Benny. <laughs> uh, what made you guys pick lost boy as the first single? Um, well, I mean, it's a uh, second song on the album and, um, it's got a little bit of everything. Um, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, when, when a demon defiles a witch kind of vibe to it, it's very fast and chaotic mm -hmm. and, uh, but it's also got a, a nice relaxed singing part on it. And, um, oh, uh, it's, it's got, I feel like it's just got, it's just a, it's got a little bit of everything, right? Yeah, it's got our, a culmination of our whole career in one one song, um, and yeah, I mean it's just uh, just fast, aggressive, and then it, but it's also slow and beautiful at one yeah. point. Yeah, it's like a really good mix. It like captures everything from Whitechapel. Mm -hmm. it, it starts off you know fast and it's just in your face, and then it does have that like you know clean clean part and a good solo and whatnot. So I think mm -hmm. it was definitely a good a good first single. I yeah. feel like, you know, all the, every, all the comments I would see from people were like, actually like very impressed, very, loved it. So, yeah, it's, you know, we've, and that's the thing is like, we, we invite any and all reactions, love yeah. it or hate it. You that's know, this, it. Is, this, this is what it is, is what it is. And, you know, if you enjoy it, great. If you didn't like it, you know, that's, that's fine. It's fine too. Not everyone's going to like it, you know? Oh, of course. <laughs> So you guys have a show coming up, actually, December 17th, which is your sixth annual Christmas benefit show mm -hmm. in Knoxville. Um, you're doing a portion of all the proceeds will be donated to Young Williams Animal Center, which is fucking awesome that you're doing that. Did, mm -hmm. Is that every year? Do you donate to an animal uh, center or shelter? Uh, no, or it's, it it's different. Diff it, yeah, it's different. Uh, so the first couple of years, if I'm remembering right, we did... Uh, a toy drive it was a toy drive of initially mm -hmm. so like the first the first two or three mm -hmm. were toy drives and then drives, last and year then... we did uh humane society oh okay 
Um, but this year we're doing our local, like, cause the humane society is a national thing. Pretty much it's, you know, the, there's humane, the humane society mm -hmm. all over the place. Um, oh yeah. They're everywhere. Um, but young Williams is our local, like animal shelter in Knoxville. And, okay. um, they, uh, that's where one of my dogs is from. Oh, that's um, awesome. So, uh, yeah. That's just, how you picked it. Yeah. That's right. And it's just kind of like, just, we, we, we find, uh, I wouldn't say random, uh, charities or any, cause it, none of them are real necessarily charities. It's just, uh, I guess toys for tots is kind of is, but kind of um, is right. Um, is this your first time doing an animal shelter? Animals? No, because well, no? the, the previous year we did the humane society and that oh, that's was right. We have a, they have an adoption center here too as well. So this year we're doing our like our uh, local uh, Knoxville based uh, animal shelter that we have here. Oh, that's rad. So we got some questions um, that I added in here from a few of my mods. Uh, what is what's your favorite tour you've done so far? Oh man! Again with the favorite questions. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm not a. I'm not a. I mean, or what I, is one that still like? I, I don't know. Is there like? One? I'd probably say the the mayhem with Slipknot in 2012. That's a good one. I remember when you guys, you know, got announced on that tour. I feel like a lot of people were like, "Holy shit!" You yeah, guys were yeah. probably too. I mean, the tour oh, yeah. with Slipknot. I mean, that had to be like a. You know, in your your bucket list of bands, right? The tour. Oh yeah. To yeah, be on tour. Sure. With. I mean, I, I, <laughs> You know, their, their self-titled album came out whenever I was like sixth, seventh grade or something mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, I listened uh, yeah. to them growing up too. So, oh, yeah. I remember when that record came out. It was like, holy shit, dude. It was yeah. like kind of, kind of like scared at the same time too. You're like, wow, this yeah, dude's scary, the, the, bro. The front of the cover like was terrifying because they yes. all just looked crazy. Like, yeah. I was just like, this, these guys are scary as fuck. And I <laughs> yeah. love it. I fucking love this. It was like them in like Mudvayne when I found mm -hmm. Mudvayne too, which was like shortly after that. I feel like yeah. it was like the same. I was like, holy shit, what is this? Yeah, exactly. Just went into and then I just dove into new metal from there. <laughs> <laughs> is there uh, one memory from tour that you'll never forget? Um, hmm, I would so say probably a... near the beginning of touring. Uh, there was like a scuffle between some people in the crowd and then the people that got kicked out eventually came back and brought a gun with them and uh what the fuck they went after one of the bands called uh too pure to die and uh yeah i remember that band for no reason too they just went after somebody that was at the show and like they had nothing to do with anything wow. and uh one of the guys on the tour got pistol whipped. Nobody ever got shot, but yeah, um, me and Alex were in the van together, uh, just chilling out. And the car vehicle that they were riding around in, like pulled up next to us, and me and him like ducked underneath the uh, yeah, like the seats. Yeah, and just right. like we're just like, what the fuck is going? Because we didn't even Dude. know what was happening really, but we yeah. just knew something was not right. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that was definitely one of the Where scary moments. At? Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. Yeah. Not not really known for the yeah, safest. No. Yeah, no, it's not, right? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, 
well i don't know how it is today but definitely yeah, back, back then um yeah i was pretty known for having some crime some a lot of crime bad, and violence. some bad shit going on yeah I feel like a lot, dude, a lot of tours used to go through Virginia Beach, like everything did, and it just, I don't, it's not, it has not been that way in so long. Oh, yeah. It's so yeah. weird, dude. That was such like a, like one market that like everybody, you know. Yeah, it was band. a, it, yeah, it was a hot spot. <sighs> it's crazy that dealt with that. I, there was one time on, I was on tour with Asplodon's Black and Oceano. It was that mm-hmm. um, Over the Limit tour. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Me and my friend Joel were on it, TMing it. Because it was like 10 bands, so it was me and him TMing it. And we just split it up, you know, five bands and five bands. And uh, we were in South Carolina, and uh, we'd go to settle with the promoter. And the show did decent. It did like a few hundred people, like three, four hundred. And we go settle, and we sit down with the promoter in the back room, and he just pulls out a gun and puts it on the table in front of us. And we're like, what, what's what's up? <laughs> yeah could you you not do that yeah (laughs) and he's like why are you guys scared i'm like why do you have a gun yeah (laughs) what are we doing a drug drug deal (laughs) yeah or that or just like what is it i mean yeah you can have a gun if you want yeah it's just like Like, why 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 are you pulling it it out yeah why is it in front of me it was i was like okay yeah people do to the south bro i guess (laughs) yeah i mean people just do shit it's just like too stupid it's just shit, like how, how are you how do you not see like why this what, is yeah uncomfortable that, yeah this is this is not okay <laughs> it has nothing like this gun has nothing to do with what we're doing right now exactly oh man the story i think we both have too many stories from tours and whatnot going mm-hmm. to shows uh what's uh one of your favorite or do you have uh is there a fan interaction that you've had that will always stand out to you that you always like remember oh god <laughs> put me on the spot here uh man it's hard to really sit through my my memory on this because i've, I've met so many people and had so many interactions probably, um, yeah i've never really had anything that's been like crazy, like crazy though yeah i mean i guess the only thing that i could say is probably like in south america mm. like they looked at us like fucking celebrities and like after the show we got in the vehicle that we were getting transported in and they were all like on the side of the side like knocking on the Bang windows, on the windows. And, yeah really like, yeah not not in an aggressive way just yeah. like they're just like we're just so excited Stoked. you know so i mean yeah and it's just it's just different in america because you know there's no nobody that's really doing that shit no, no. Uh, unless they, you're like fucking someone huge yeah you know, yeah. like an actual like big big celebrity, but down I feel like definitely in like part like South America and whatnot, they they obviously don't you know bands don't always go down there. Yeah, they don't get it's a lot rare. of stuff. So I mean, they just just fucking eat it up while they can, you know. Exactly. <laughs> uh, how is Coco and Max doing? Good. Good. That's great. Yeah. They're laying they're over just... there on my bed as we speak. <laughs> Yeah, same with my dog Rosie. She's just lays like in by the kitchen or sorry, the dining room and just like watches me. Usually yeah. I have the door closed, but my girlfriend works overnight shifts at the hospital, so she's sleeping right now. So yeah. if I close my door, she, my dog is going to feel like I hate her and I don't want her to feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to keep the door open. 
Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite new modern metal bands? I guess what's some of your new favorite bands? I don't know. Like, um, the one band that's only the only there's only like really one band that I've like really paid attention to is just because I I I love the people or love the dude. I I know like the other guys too, but I know him the most. Uh, mm-hmm. Is uh, Shadow of Intent. Awesome. Yes. Dude, that's like one band that is, uh, to me, is like, I feel like they could, they're, they're going to get much bigger. Yeah. I mean, I just, I mean, I just appreciate his, the, the effort he puts into his, his lyrical content, his cadences, his flow, his, uh, the, the uh the music in general uh oh yeah it's it's different and uh and he's got he's got a sick voice too dude I mean, ben's the man i've had him on here before yeah and he's such a sweet dude mm-hmm. so chill loves loves his history he was telling oh, me yeah. how, you know he's yeah. so stoked to go to europe mm-hmm. and explore and whatnot and i think that's fucking rad uh, he's just a really good dude overall, and mm-hmm. obviously an incredible vocalist. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. <clears throat> um, if you could choose, what is one band you want to tour with that you haven't toured with yet? Mm. Is there somebody still at the in the bucket in the bucket? <laughs> yeah, again, that's just another one where it's like there's just so many. Yeah, I have mean, you guys toured like... with Gojira yet? No, I'd love to. That'd be sick. <laughs> Yeah, I mean them. Uh, fucking Allison Chains. Dude, yeah, that'd be fucking wild. Fucking Deftones, Tool. Those would be sick too. Yeah, see what Chapel with. Uh, Mashuga. Oh yeah, you haven't done Mashuga yet. No, we did. Uh, we did. Uh, we've done like shows with them, and we did like sound wave with them in australia and that's mm-hmm. not really uh, i just don't really consider like festival tours like that like real tours like nah. I, I consider like because like with bands like that it's usually gonna be mashuga plus special guests or tool and then you know whoever's with them is gonna be like somewhere at the bottom you know just like supporting acts or whatever mm-hmm. like um <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot. Those few are salt. Yeah, it'd be great to see like a, like a Mashuga Gojira Whitechapel tour. That would be oh, insane. Yeah. yeah, I would love that. And then like one other band underneath, like Shadow of Intent. Yeah, suck it. See, these are tours need to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can... Yeah. No, that would be wild. I always think about like these lineups. I'm like, man, this would be sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like why aren't we do why isn't this happening? Yeah. You know. Um let's see. Do you have a guilty pleasure band or artist? Mm. Oh, that's a good question too. Let me see. I would say probably, I mean, I listen to a lot of hip hop. Uh, but I mean, I guess that's not really necessarily guilty pleasure because I mean, I grew up on it too. And yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be one. Um, 
Maybe not. I feel like someone not. I I feel like not everybody has like a guilty pleasure like band or artist that they listen to. Yeah, I mean it's like because I don't really think about it ever. Like I don't think about it as like. I guess it's just because it it just it, I don't really. Consider yeah, I just don't that. think about it. Yeah, because like I listen to what I listen to, and I just don't look at it as like something that would be weird i guess exactly um i don't know maybe like nickelback no i wouldn't even consider i actually like nickelback growing up i mean i i mean i'm not gonna lie i listened to a few of their songs back yeah. when i was a teenage like the, kid like the first uh, record i was like actually yeah i liked it when i was younger i was like this is good yeah, uh, <laughs> I would say Creed. Oh, man. Stop, stop saying trapped in chat, please. Because I mean, like, I'm trying. Because like, as of today, like, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say. I, yeah, it, it's hard to pull I, one. I'd, I'd, I'd have to think on it for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> more than a minute, probably. And Sean said Creed is not a guilty pleasure. <laughs> Yeah, they are the gods of music in general. Yeah, come on, guys. So that would be a good tour, Creed Whitechapel. Mm-hmm. Would you do that? Yeah, try to get <laughs> on stage with Scott Stapp. <laughs> they do. They have some fucking riffs. You're right, Sean. Yeah, I mean, Mark Tremonti is a good guitar player. He I mean, really he's... is, dude. They've wrote some, honestly, some good songs. Obviously, because that band was fucking huge. And yeah. they still technically are. Uh when is Whitechapel announcing a tour? Uh, I don't know exactly when mm. we'll be doing that, but uh, I'd imagine within probably the next few months or so. Yeah, that'd be rad. I haven't seen you. Damn. I don't even remember the last time I saw Whitechapel. Definitely been Fox. almost two, year, uh, over oh, two yeah. years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely over two years. I'm just trying to figure out what the hell tour it was. Might have been that one with Rivers of Nile. Oh, okay. Man, that was a while ago. Could have been. Is that, that. that a Corgi? Oh, yeah. You see her? Yeah. Rosie, come up. Come on. Say hi to Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Look up. She's like, I'm going to lay down right here. Yeah, she's great. She's like, she just turned 12, I think. I adopted her. What is on your head? I adopted her when she was like three or four. She was a stray somehow. That's crazy. Yeah. I was a stray. Yeah. My, my little one, she's going to be 11 in uh, January. Oh, really? Yeah. I hate that they get old quick. Yeah. It sucks. The, the fact that they live, the amount of time that they live is so unfair. So unfair. It's like, why can't you live till you're like 40, dude? 30? Yeah. Can we get 30? No, maybe we'll see. You're in good health. Uh, anyway, let's see. Do I have anything else from these questions? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I do not. Well, anyway, I'm stoked for Kin. I feel like a lot of people are um, stoked to hear the next single. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Awesome. I, you know, I'm, I can only expect that from you guys. Uh, and uh, thank you for doing this today with me. Yeah, this absolutely. The last, I think, right after I get off the Zoom call with you, I'll play a couple of Whitechapel videos for everyone. 
especially the new one, Lost Boy. And uh, we'll go from there, and I'm sure we'll do this sometime again soon. Maybe I'll get one of the other guys in here. Hell yeah. And we'll shoot the shit. Hell yeah. I appreciate it, Phil. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Talk to you later, dude. See ya. Bye.